Hello and welcome to a mega Phoenix preview here. It's the week that is move aside Melbourne Cup week, the biggest races in town. It's the Phoenix, and you may have heard this voice before. It's not the non-chasers anymore. Shagger, Kenny are here. We've gone and done our time on the sidelines. We've performed in front of the stewards, and we are no longer non-chasers. We are ready to chase the Phoenix, Kenny and Shagger. How are you, gents? It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Um, I, I missed your customary woof, woof, woof <laughs> no, mate. in the intro. Um, <laughs> I knew something was uh, a little different today, but, um, yeah, great to be back. Ken Wardo, how have you been, mate, in the, in the time we've had off? Yeah, fantastic. There's been some great racing. We've had the Melbourne Cup, the Megastar last week, and uh, now we've got the biggest race of the year. We do. Um, I was just wondering if we're not calling ourselves the non-chasers anymore because we want to disassociate ourselves from Mr. Speaker. Oh, come on. <laughs> it only took 51 seconds. That's not fair. It's a big race at Newcastle next year for him, by the way. But <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get that one aside. You mentioned it. I mentioned it. Sorry, Melbourne Cup. you got to move aside because this is the new kid on the block, the Phoenix how excited are you? Since, ever since we got the slot, ever since we just talked about it, ever since the thing was announced, there's been nothing but excitement that this Phoenix has, has attracted to not just the people in the sport, Shagger and Kenny, but just everyone else. I think everyone is a little bit invested in this, and I think it's going to show in the turnover on the weekend. What do you think? Oh, look, oh, regardless of that, just the, the eyes on the race are, are the big thing. Um, there's been so much coverage um, you know, all across Australia, really. The slot holders have done a wonderful job in um, promoting the race. The Meadows and GRV have been terrific getting this up off the ground. So, um, yeah, credit to everyone involved. Um, and just from a personal angle, I haven't been to a racetrack on a race night since the Ballarat Cup. Um, so I can't wait for this to get back on uh, course and, uh, and, and socialising, particularly, you know, on the back of all the lockdowns and everything we've gone through. So this will be fantastic, um, an electric atmosphere at the Meadows, no doubt. I can see you just shaking there in excitement, mate, because the Phoenix I is around the corner. Twitching. Kenny, <laughs> would they ever do something like this in Ireland, do you think? They might, but the prize money might be about 500 quid or something. <laughs> <laughs> the Perry Bar Phoenix. It is... <laughs> It, we, we do often talk about it, that the prize money they run around in, in the UK is, you know, sort of 200 pounds, sort of, that's it. And then you come down here, there's no better place than Australian, no, than Australia to be a racing dog. And, and it just goes to show with the prize money that we um, that we offer. So we must say a big thanks to GRV and the Meadows and, and everyone for putting such a show on. And when the, when the lids fly on Saturday night at the Meadows, it is going to be on for young and old, sub 30 seconds, but... It's going to be a very, very rich sub-30 seconds for uh, for one dog in particular and a uh, potential slot owner. Let's talk about how we actually went about getting the slot. Now, obviously, this was announced about six months ago, Shagger. Tell us how Sportsbet came to get a slot in a race, which is uh, actually sponsored by a, a bit of a rival of ours. Yeah, look, um, when, when the announcement was made that this race was going to take place, uh, the Greyhound team, you know, the, the ears pricked up and... Um, yeah, we were asking around the business um, to see if there's a chance that we could get involved. Um, luckily, we had some support from the people comp controlling the purse strings and um, we were able to put forward an application. Um, you know, from, from there, we were granted a slot. Um, and after that, it's just been about, I guess, collaborating throughout the business um, to make sure that we've got uh, all the arms of Sportsbet working towards making it a, a success. And Kenny, wow, she's fast. We announced it last week. How did we go about getting where she's fast? What was, was there anything in particular which really pricked our ears off the top? Oh, there, there, was, a, there was a few factors came into it. Um, even before she ran, um, we were talking about calling Cal Greeno to see what he had in the kennel. Um, we're massive fans of his. 
and then she popped up and did that amazing run on debut um and like i think the general feeling is like she, she just looked brilliant and like she's a puppy and yeah just the, the potential that she had just off the bat was unbelievable Shaggy will know this. When was the last time a, a dog did 29.09 around Sandown Park? Oh, I'm well, putting you on the spot here, aren't I? Besides well, where I mean, she's fast. Well, Aston Rufy obviously um, smashed the track record in a sub-29 recently. Um, in terms of on a debut, I, I believe it's the fastest debut ever at Sandown. Um, so, yeah, look, not too many get down to that time. Uh, you know, uh, we've, we've spoken about the fact that the last two years... Um, in the 16 Melbourne Cup heats that have been run, none of them have run as fast as what she did on her debut run. Um, and, and, you know, look, tracks vary in speed, you know, depending on conditions. Um, you know, she obviously had a pretty pretty nice track that day for the debut. But, you know, she went on and won her next three starts. Among those first four wins, um, the slowest time she put down at Sandown was a 29.39. That was on a recently harrowed track on a wet, choppy day in Melbourne. It was a and horrible to, day. And to put that in context, um, our Melbourne Cup winner this year, Coblenz, I think he ran about 29.40 in his heat to win his heat and then ran 29.39, I think, to win Spot the Melbourne on. Cup itself. So th- th- that gives you a little bit of context to the speed this greyhound has. And just uh, another thing on her as well, like first look at the track, she's doing 29.10. Aston Rippey's considered probably the fastest dog of all time. His first look at Sandown at twenty nine twenty five. Scary. Well, the uh, the confidence is is emitting. Tips aside, we'll get to that. We're going to do a runner by runner preview in a, in a later seg. We'll also speak to Cal Greeno, the trainer of Where She's Fast, and a bit of fun at the end. But tips aside, how are your confidence levels? Because a lot of people have come out and said this is a very very inexperienced dog. You're putting her in the deep end. Do you genuinely think that if all things go well on Saturday night, she could be? The champion of the Phoenix. Yes, she's a chance. Um, we've we've still got Australia's fastest greyhound in this race, Aston Ruby. You can't forget that. If he gets a clear run, he's extremely hard to hold out. Um, add to that, one of the most consistent, consistently good beginners um, in Koblenz, who's obviously the Melbourne Cup champion as well in the race. Uh, yeah, this is a, a good field. All, all the other terrific dogs that have come from from all corners of Australia as well to compete earned their way in and um, and uh, you know showing terrific form so uh, th- this is a really going to be a really tough contest um, you know her biggest test to date um, she's drawn in the middle of the track um, but in the I sports think, bad blue in the yes. sports bad blue uh, yes of course but that was um, well planned yeah yeah <laughs> Kel, Kel had the instructions and uh, followed them to a T but um, look yeah we um, yeah we go in optimistic but realistic that you know we're up against some pretty Amazing dogs. Some very, very good canine flesh. Let's talk about that box draw. Happened last Sunday. A nice big uh, function. I believe you boys were there just uh, enjoying the, the fruits of the box draw and then the fruits of many else after that. But let's talk about it. Um, since the box draw, Aston Rupe, of course, draws the five, goes 220 out to 230. Kablen second elect, 350 into 340 after drawing the pink. Um, we've actually got Lala Kiwi, who's a reserve in the race, who's third elect at $6. Jungle Juice, 750 Wow, she's fast. There she is in the four at $7.50. I won't bother with the rest because we will get into our runner-by-runner preview. Your initial reaction with the box draw, if I went to you, Kenny and Shagger, and said, boys, we're going to draw the sports bet blue in the Phoenix, are you taking it or not? Give me your reasoning. 
Well, it's never going to be your first box that you'd want to pick um, being in the middle. But um, look, if, if someone was to say to us, that's your starting point, you go into the blue, now you get to pick the rest of the field. Um, you know, I, I don't think we would have varied a great deal from, from where the rest are. You might shift a few, but um, but yeah, look, we, we, we're hoping uh, Aston Rupi just of late has shown a bit of a tendency to step right at Boxer Eyes. We're hoping he continues that trend. But yeah, look, he's, he's going to have a, have had a couple of solo trials um, since um, that last race start. So yeah, whether he sort of starts getting accustomed to a bit of room to his inside and wants to head in, who knows. But um, yeah, we're hoping he does continue that little step to the right early. I like it, Harry. I, I was jumping with joy when we came out in box four. I was more than happy with it. I really like where we're sitting. Beautiful. We've got a tell tell us about the box draw, Kenny. How did it, it's a bit different this year. How did it work? Yeah, so they call it, they basically draw the slot holder and then the slot holder decides which box they want. Um, so obviously if you're picked out first, you're massively odds on to go for box one. Um, if you're like, the fifth one called out, it starts getting a hell of a lot more tactical because you have to think about where is this dog in box three going to go? Where's the dog in box seven going to go? And how long did, did did the slot holders' connections have to make their decision? They had 60 seconds, but oh. I think uh, we made our decision in, what, half a second maybe? Yeah. But the 60 seconds, the time would be ticking. You'd be going, oh, do, 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 real pressure. I was like, well, yeah, AFL there's, draft. There's, you want to make sure you draft, draft the right person because they say you can't win it on box draw night or yeah. box draw afternoon, but you can definitely lose it. Yeah, yeah. look, in, in essence, you, you know, you technically have your 60 seconds but from from the time when the you know the the dog before you draws you know you you start thinking about where you want to be um so you know before your name even gets read out you've probably had a minute to have a think so yeah by the time wow she's fast it was drawn um to to pick a box uh yeah it was basically just a a quick nod to say yeah we know where we want to be how was it when after three had been drawn out, we were like, "Oh no, this is this is going this is going <laughs> south. We better be sowed." Look, as those dogs were beginning to be seeded in one, two, three, we thought so. So far, um, you know, if we were to be drawn the middle, it, it's not the worst. Um, so, yeah, it was from from there. It was more of a sweat on on who was going to come after us and and where they'd place. Um, so yeah, we, we're happy enough to see Coblenz out in the eight and, and Rupi in the five. I think if we were further down the line, getting called out, we would have been panicking. Mm. You don't want to be stuck out wide in this kind of race. No, you don't. You certainly don't. Hey, boys, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We, we do have on our run sheet the runner-by-runner runner preview. I can't wait. And also Shagger's box draw map. Uh, sorry, box rise map, uh, speed map, um, which I'm looking forward to. He's dipped his toe into it a little bit before. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here with more mega Phoenix preview, no longer the non-chasers, because we're going hard after this one. This is the Sportsbet Phoenix preview. Welcome back to Sportsbet's mega Phoenix preview, formerly the non-chasers, but we're chasing hard here for the Phoenix, and we teased it before, Shergaloa, the box draw. It's massive. I just want to hear from you a little bit of a box rise speed map. Are dogs going to go left? Are they going to go right? Are they going to go upside down? How are they going to go? Let's start with Billy Creek. He's got the cherry. He's got the coveted position. It's where you want to be in a big race. Does Billy Creek have the upper advantage? Because there's a big, not a big plunge, but he's gone from 100s into 40s after drawing the cherry. Yeah, look, Billy Creek does his best work late. Um, so probably early days, you're not expecting him to be applying too much pressure to anything here. Um, but look, I think I think he was a sub-12 run-home time trialling at the Meadows. So 
He's uh, yeah, he's one that you don't want breathing down your neck late, um, but early days um, probably don't expect him to be too prominent. Okay, the speed of jungle juice coming out of the stripes. What are we expecting? Yeah, look, it, he he can nail the start at times. Um, so look, yeah, he he's one that's a little bit of a, a question mark there. I, I think that you know he he should get across the red. Um, but, yeah, just as to how prominent he is, um, a little bit unsure there. But, yeah, he, he, he could be thereabouts early. He, he, um, he's been slightly out of form recently, Jungle Juice. Um, so there's just a few question marks there. there. There's no doubt he has ability. He's definitely going to get on the reel here. I think his best run at Wenny Park is around 29.40 or something like that. Um, that's an absolutely amazing run. So if he is anywhere near his best... He could potentially be the dog to run down here. Got the motor. All right, the three, the white spotted elk from Queensland. What can we expect the elk to do when those lids fly? She has beautiful early pace. Um, she ran really well there in the flame up in Queensland. Um, I have just a few question marks of what kind of time she can do at the Meadows. Um, I, just, I just don't think she's the same grade as the rest of the dogs in this race. Um, I, I can't see her matching times that Jungle just can do. Aston Rippey while she's fast. Um, so maybe she'll be there early. Definitely wants a lot of trouble in behind her. Um, early pace can win races, so she's you, know, you can't write her off completely, but I'd, I, if she hit the front, I'd suspect something in that field to run her down. And then our girl, where she's fast. She just wins. <laughs> Tell it, no, purely from a box box rise, what are we expecting? Is she going to ping? Is she going to be slow? Is she going to be backwards when she comes out? What are we expecting? She, she has shown that she can nail the start at times. She did on debut. Um, probably her second start, as we mentioned before, on that recently harrowed, um, wet, choppy track in the second run. She split 5'11". I, I, I think that probably doesn't do justice to how well she began that night. Um, that was actually the second fastest first split on the entire card that Thursday on that Thursday night at Sandown. Um, so it's perhaps a little bit better than what it reads on the form. Um, so look, yeah, she can begin, um, but you know it hasn't been her strong point through her six career starts so far. Um, so we'll need her to be sort of at, at the better end of um, what she can do uh, to, to get herself in a good position early. We'll be crossing everything come yeah, she, Saturday night. She, she doesn't necessarily need to ping the one in this race either. She just needs a nice bit of room early. I think this maps out well for her and I think she can do it. Um, she hasn't won the last couple of races, but she's shown that she can easily run past runners. Like some dogs like passing dogs on the outside, but can't do it on the inside. Some dogs just want to pass on the inside, but will never go outside. Um, she's no problem doing either or. Um, I like that that Kenny says that she doesn't necessarily need to absolutely nail the start and she could still be a winning chance. All right, number five, Aston Rupee, the favourite in the race, I thought was grossly, not unlucky, but under expectation in the Melbourne Cup. I thought he was a good old Frank Worrell in that race not to be Aston Rupee here. What's he going to do at the box rise? Hopefully That's- steps really far right and um, starts cleaning up a few to the outside. Well, you say that, though, but is that his habit of late? That he oh, likes to go yeah. right? He's been doing it of late. You, you have a look at that Melbourne Cup and, um, yeah, he, he hits up with La La Kiwi early. Kiwi, yeah. Yep, he's, and he's done it several other times. So, um, yeah, whether whether he does it again or not, you know, you, you just don't know. Um, but, yeah, at least uh, that that's something that he has shown a tendency to do. If, if he doesn't step right and he just pings the lid, like, 
let's be honest here, it's game over. Lights out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red Rover. Well, he was pretty fast chasing him, Tigalong Tonk in the Top Gun, yeah. around the meadows, around the same distance. Yeah. There was only one dog in the world that was catching Tigalong Tonk and, that night. And, it was and, and, and look, as far as actual early speed, he has shown that he's capable of putting down a, a really fast first section. He's he's not sort of known for early pace. Like he, he His final section is where he really does the damage, but um, yeah, he's got no... No problems putting down a, a fast first section if he uh, if he can just get the room to master. Number six, the green vice grip. What can we expect vice grip to do out of the boxes, Shagger and Kenny? Um, yeah, step, steps well, um, pretty well at times. Um, and look, yeah, I, I think as the the main thing will be whether. Uh, he's going to step on terms with Aston Rupi and collide early. That's um, it, he, he can move, shift in when he's drawn wide. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, um, yeah, like he, he certainly is a dog that can begin well. I, th- I think he's massive overs at the minute. I think he's like, was it 40, $41 he is? Yeah, $41. Um, open 26 out to $41 after the box draw. My only issue with him is it, it can be tough for dogs to just come and run at Meadows first time if they haven't been there in a while. Um, I'd like to see a dog racing there regularly, but he's been absolutely lighting up Cannington. Um, he's doing a few runs in 2950s, and just for context, like that's the kind of runs Tommy Shelby can do. Um, mm. If Tommy Shelby came over in his prime, would he be 41 bucks? Probably not. Um, Ex-Victorian um, has seen the track. I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not too concerned with um, Vice Grip okay. getting around the circuit. Let's push on to number seven, True Kalinda. Purely ju- just want your box draw thoughts here for True Kalinda seven. It's not where you want to be in a big race. It's definitely not where she wants to be. Um, dog has massive ability. That was a flying run she did on Melbourne Cup night. I think it was 29-17. But that was from box one. Um, she's very iffy when she's drawn out wide, so I think she, she there's a few things that she needs to improve on from what she's done from wide boxes before. If she nails a start as to you know the best of her ability, um, yeah, she can run a fast split. So um, yeah, you you wouldn't discount her. And then the, in the pink, it's a very interesting box. Some people love it, some people loathe it. Will Blends and the Sen team be happy with? being in the pink rug come Saturday night, Shagger? Again, not wouldn't be your first pick, but um, I think, you know, as, as you saw at the box draw, um, Troy and David, you know, had the option to be drawn closer in and, and opted for the for the pink. Um, it, it just, uh, I guess, allows him to, you know, ensure that he's got no pressure on his outside and, and he can kind of, you know, make, make the race his, I guess, um, so yeah, look, he just needs to step well from out there because yeah, you, you don't want to be missing it from out wide. But you know, this this dog leads so often um, that it's not funny. He he is honestly just one of the not just in terms of the type of split he can run, but just how consistently he does it. He's just one of the best beginners in Australia. Yeah, I I don't think the draw matters to this dog. He's always going to lead races. Um, slight concern that he's he's. He had a real busy campaign there. David's given him a month off now just to get him back up to speed. So it'll be interesting to see how his final sectional goes. I, I think if I think will lead. I think um I actually think it should be favourite for the race. Um his, his only worry is if he's leading down the back straight and there's a while she's fast or Aston Rippy in behind, but probably will get run down. Um but yeah, I think it should be favourite for race, like leaders win races, so he could have, he could have had a race in between a month if he wanted. Um, yeah, I, th- I think against, he had it. Uh, against one of our girls. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah we, we did think 
um, that, that almost got up off the ground. It but, almost um, did. But no, I can understand the thinking, um, keeping this dog nice and fresh. Alas, okay. I think they were just scared. While she's fast, <sighs> yeah, would have She would have beaten him in a matchy. Okay, we talked about what they're going to do from the box. Just want to talk about a little bit of their background. These dogs will go back through market order. Billy Creek, obviously this dog representing the New South Wales Greyhound Breeders Owners Training Association, won a race in New South Wales, Shag. It gets into the race at 100s, box draw into $41. Billy Creek, just give us a bit of a background about the creek. Yeah, look, as, as we touched on earlier, he's um, he's a dog that has, you know, a, a really impressive final section. Um, you know, he... he um, he, he trialled exceptionally well in terms of his, his um, run home time. So, yeah, look, as I said, early days, wouldn't expect him to do too much damage. But, yeah, he's going to be flying home. He's still, you know, for, for a back marker, he's, he's won 10 out of 22. Um, you know, he's, he's had his first city win at uh, Wentworth Park to qualify for this race. Um, 29.82 coming from, from off the speed. Uh, yeah, he's 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 a dog that you you want to take seriously if if he can have a little bit of luck early on and and get himself prominent off the back straight. Can he do it or can't he do it? Can he? No, no. Like it. Don't have to muck around, Kenny. Just bang, nah, can't do it. Number two, Jungle Juice for Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Now, this was a fan vote to get into the great Phoenix on Saturday night. Bandit Ned looked all but the winner of this fan vote and then at the death, Jungle Juice said, well, pow. People like beer. That's the message to take away from that. <laughs> the jungle juice gets into the Phoenix. The, the Can the juice win at seven dollars fifty? The, the other thing about jungle juice, he's a half brother, Tommy Shelby, so he's a really popular dog just because of that connection. Um, I think he's one of the most black book dogs we have on site. Um, just off the back of some of his early runs. Um, like I said earlier, if he if he is um, back to his best, he can definitely win this race. Chaga, yes or no? Yeah, oh, massive. Like the the box draws worked in his favour. Um, I think they'll be wrapped with box two, particularly with Billy Creek on his inside. Um, so yeah, he he's a genuine threat to take out this race. He's shown that he can run super quick times. So uh, yeah. We, we go down to the three Spotted Elk for Racing Queensland. Now, Spotted Elk won a race they coined The Flame. Um, it was a bit of a series to get into the Phoenix, well-named, I, I must say. And Spotted Elk was the winner. One tough as well in that Flame. Looked to be uh, be vulnerable around the back straight, but then kicked away and was too good. We opened $26 after the box draw into 15 Kenny, I'll start with you, Spotted Elk. Any chance in your opinion? Uh, maybe a place chance like she she does have a chance of leading there's too many factors that come into play like Koblenz probably needs to miss it for her to lead as well um, just one thing to say she's, she's got a massive following this dog up in Queensland she's got a 50% strike rate um, I notice anytime I'm on, I'm on the tools in the evenings um, our punters really like this uh, butch and then she's really popular yeah, so she, she could be a place chance I really can't see her winning race she needs too many things to go her way but maybe a play, place chance at long odds like it. All right, we get to the four. We've spoken about her a little bit. Wow, she's fast. For the mighty sports bet, we opened at $8 in the futures betting after the box draw into $7.50. So one of those dogs where the market has trended in a positive way since the box draw. Shagger, we'll keep it pretty brief. We have talked about her, but you tell you told me you reckon she's a genuine chance. Just sum up again why you reckon, wow, she's fast, is a genuine chance and how she'll win the Phoenix. Well, yeah, so like her incredible times aside, um, probably – Externally, some of the some of the critique on her is just her lack of experience and and her y- young age. Uh, but look through the through the Melbourne Cup series, there her campaign there. I, I think she she didn't lose any uh, 
any any credit for me. She battled on really gamely, I thought, particularly in her Melbourne Cup heat from box four, um, where it, it, it was it, the map wasn't as nice as what what it will be for Saturday, this Saturday night's race. Um, she she had a real squeeze on her early, um, lost lost ground, was taken a bit wide on the first bend, even hit the rail around the home bend. Um, but she spotted them, I think, six or more lengths off the back straight. And at 20-odd months of age, she's battled through and finished about a length and three quarters away from being in the Melbourne Cup final um, in what would have just been her seventh ever race start. I think she showed great character. She She's shown that she can lose momentum and come back into a race. She's shown that if there's tight traffic, she's game. She'll push through a tight gap. Um, yeah, she, she uh, lost no... Votes from me uh, through through those two defeats. Ken Wado, you let Shaga talk about where she's fast and he could go for a long, long time. <laughs> you reckon she can win the Phoenix? Yes yeah. or no? Yeah, I, I think uh, she's at the front end of the market for a good reason. Um, Norsing as well. Tommy Shelby was always our most black book dog on site. Um, he's possibly near retirement now. Um, and the next in line after that is while she's fast. I think, I think, it, I think she's overtaken. Potentially. I, I haven't she's checked recently, seen. but... Um, like this is before we announced her, and it's yep. obviously a big influence in why we went through for her as well. Is that she's massively pop, massively popular with our customers. Absolutely, there you have it. Most black black book dog in the sports bet book. All right, number five, Aston Rupee, our favourite, two dollars twenty out to two dollars thirty. Drawn the five. We said you said Shagger, he likes to jag right outside uh, and jumping out of the boxes. Tell us. Aston Rupee, you said if he jumps and gets to the bunny, he should be uh, very very hard to beat. Yeah, lights out if he if he gets out in front. Um, yeah, his his run home sections are just phenomenal. Um, he'll he'll break a record over six hundred if they if they want to take him up to that distant distance. Um, so yeah, you, you just if you're any of the other slot holders, you don't want to see him out there early. Um, he's he's just a, a freak talent, and um, yeah, the the uh, the the first sort of. 30, 40 metres of the race, I think a lot of people will be, um, after they see where their, their own dog has landed, They'll the next thing they'll want to do is see where Rupi is. Mm. Kenny? Yeah, if, he, if, if things go his way early, then he's going to be hard to beat. So he's, he's obviously favourite for good reason. Should be second favourite, but favourite for good reason. Remember back in our non-chasers days, Shagger loved this dog. And yeah. Shagger made Aston Rupi one of his boom dogs after his debut in Warnable. Yes. I, I, in fact, it was about... Five and a half seconds after he crossed the line at Warnable, I was texting a colleague saying, "Here's your next superstar yep. of the sport." Uh, yeah, he he caught my eye on debut. I thought he is a special dog. Smart he people ha- listen, has, has, uh, has turned out to be so. Yeah, he has. It's just a shame that uh, we couldn't quite get him for uh, the sports bets, like <laughs> old Ray Border. Uh, well, he's we tried. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six, Vice Grip for the Dogs WA. They did a bit. Of, they did a bit of a shootout series over there in Cannington. They did. I think they did two races of four, and then they did a match race final. Um, Vice Grip versus Fernando Starr um, the other night, and Vice Grip got the chocolates and gets the coveted slot in the Phoenix. Is your chance, boys? Um, yeah, shout out to Greyhounds WA first. They they put on a, that was a great few nights racing off the back list. They've been promoting it real, really well. Um, Peter O'Neill and uh, there's a guy called David Short have been really pushing it well. Um, and yeah, they've, they've done a good job. This dog's got a chance if he can get across Rippy. Um, I think he's massively underrated going into this race, and he's big odds. Shager? Yeah, uh, echo that. Um, yeah, well done to WA as well. I, I enjoyed the, the series, actually, just um, the, the various avenues to, to progress through the road to the Phoenix, and um, 
the the shootout style four dog fields into the match race eventually and um yeah i, I thought that that was um th that was a really really good and entertaining series so um yeah vice grip earned his way through and uh yeah he's definitely got a lot of ability uh he ca can jump and has been running pr pretty good time so yeah wouldn't discount him Adam Smithson, who trains this dog, he's only a young trainer and he's only new on the scene as well. So this is this must be really exciting for him. Mm. It's clearly the the biggest race he's ever been in. It's probably I, I doubt he's probably able to get over to it, but um, a shame. Best well, of luck to him. We won't talk about that sort of stuff, but um, no, good luck to him. It's a shame he can't get over here for such a big race. Seven hundred and fifty k to the winner, Kenny. Number seven, True Kalinda for uh, a, a, another wagering operator. Um, <laughs> do we think? True Kalinda is a chance. Dog was pretty good in the Typhoon Sammy versus True Kalinda secret trial they conducted to see who would get this slot. True Kalinda just too strong at the mm. death of that race. Oh, too strong, yeah, even well before the death of the race. Um, yeah, really pulled away um, in the latter part of that trial. Um, but, yeah, probably more impressive was her Melbourne Cup night win, um, best of the night on a Melbourne Cup final night. Um, is a very impressive effort. Uh, she can produce a fast first split. Um, look, yeah, drawn drawn off the track isn't ideal for her, but uh, yeah, look, she's she's really starting to come into her own of late. Um, so yeah, if she jumps, she you'd have to take it pretty seriously. Come uh, um, No mocking about here. Per draw, can't win. Putting the knocker on this. <laughs> like it, like it a lot. All right, number eight, the pink blends for the SEN team. Of course, great friends with us. Um, three dollars forty open. Three dollars fifty second elect. Kenny, you think should be favourite? Yeah. Um, why don't you take the reins here and tell me why Kablenz is a big, big chance in this race? It's going to lead. Um, if there's any trouble in behind, then it suits, suits that dog even more. But he's going to lead. He's capable of doing massive times. Um, fitness shouldn't be that much of an issue now that it's been off the track for a while. Um, so yeah, genuine gone. Some Melbourne Cup winner. You can't discount this dog. He, he, he's got a chance to become the highest stakes. Um, winner of all time Kablenz if he can win the Phoenix here so that's a very very steep rise to the top mm. uh, for Kablenz but he's got a chance to be the richest ever greyhound should he win the Phoenix Shagger can he win it oh absolutely no question um, yeah he's, he's got that amazing turn of speed from the box drives and uh, yeah reigning Melbourne Cup champ so that you know we're only going back what two weeks and, and he was winning the Melbourne Cup so um yeah, look, they've given him a little freshen up, a, a hit out at Geelong on Friday night um, where he trialled nicely. And, uh, yeah, look, I, th I think he'll be uh, he'll be raring to go. And, yeah, I guess as Kenny mentioned earlier, it's just, you know, how strong is that final section? You know, whether he's at his absolute peak at, at, at the 500 metres is unknown, but he'll do his damage early. So, um, yeah, if... if you know, if Rupi's out behind him, he's going to find it hard to hold him off and maybe a couple of the other strong finishes um, where she's fast, um, etc. But, like, yeah, he, he could be out a long way. So, yeah, big threat. I like what you've done there. You've, you've given the punters a, a very hard-hitting analysis. We'll come back in the latter start of the show with our actual tips, and I dare say I think I know where you're going to be angling. But we'll take another quick break here on the Mega Phoenix preview. We'll be back. After the break, we'll be speaking to the trainer of where she's fast, the good old Kel Garino. We'll be back soon. <coughs> Welcome back to this Sportsbet Mega Phoenix podcast. 
We've got our man on the line, Kel Greeno. It's a, it's a bit of a training duo, you could say, the, the Greeno camp who are, who are guiding while she's fast through her campaign at the moment. They've done it all. They've even trained for Plugger Lockett back in the day and won group ones with the great all-Australian goal-kicking superstar. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Kel, we're here to talk about, well, she's, well, she's fast. And a little birdie tells me you took her for a spin yesterday and she went very, very, very fast. Are these rumours true or false? Yeah, look, I'll um, confer that the rumours are spot on. She's actually broken the backslip record at Sandown yesterday by running a hand slip, which plenty of dogs go post to post. Now, to give you an idea, Simon told Helen used to be the record holder, I believe, at 12.44, and she ran 12.34 to the back. Ooh. She ran 22.70 overall, um, which again is inside Simon told Helen's times. But there has been dogs go quicker. Her last section wasn't as good as, but she was running with the wind down the back and then into the wind coming home. So in in the, as a last hit out, the main hit out, it was outstanding. That's fast, Kel. That is very fast. How is your confidence levels in the week leading to this big mega money race? Look, I think they've grown. As, as we've got closer to the race, everything sort of fell into place beautifully and ticked all the boxes. So... We're right to go. We just need to begin to give ourselves every chance. If she begins, she's going to be right in this race. And um, that probably answers a little bit of what I was going to ask about how you're feeling coming into the race. You know, we've had some people externally sort of saying, oh, geez, is, is she really ready to take on a challenge like this? You know, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, look, initially I was a little bit concerned taking on the best dogs in the country. Um, being a young bitch starting off, you know, it was great to see her win those four races early on. Um, but, you know, the challenge was going against seasoned better dogs. When she ran her race in the Melbourne Cup heat, I thought it was an outstanding run. I believe she lost about eight lengths. She got beat a length and a half. Um, never had any luck at all and kept grinding away. And I thought, no, she's, she's up to it. She just needs, obviously, to gain experience. But in this situation, the Phoenix is an ideal race for her. And Kel, how does the week how how's the week looked? You're training a dog for a, for a big money race. Is it any different to, to anything any any other week you'd go? Or what is the run us through the week of that's been? Yeah, look, the the week doesn't really change much. Every day is basically the same. Um, we try not to get too emotional or too worried about all the uh, outside business that goes on uh, we just focus on our job make sure the dogs are 100% and hope that you have luck in the race and nothing much changes except for the fact that it's a big big money race and a, and a big boost for the industry and Cal how long have you actually had uh, Wow She's Fast or, or Sharni I think I guess when we're talking about being in, in your kennel she's known as Sharni um, when did she arrive at your place and, and, at, and at what point did you sort of realise this is this is a dog with uh, a great deal of speed. Yeah, look, Shani arrived when she was about um, or sixteen months old, and then as I gave her a first gallop around San Anna, and we do the same distance and the same situation. Most dogs don't break thirteen seconds, but she's run twelve thirty four yesterday. Um, her first run was twelve eighty seven. I thought, gee, that's quick. I don't normally get them run that fast first run back from the break-in and she just improved from there to the point where she's just, you know, handles everything and, and one race is in quick time. 
and Kel. The box show was last Sunday. What do you think when you when you got drawn up fourth? Were you happy with four, or could you have preferred it to be a little bit different? Look, I would obviously prefer the red box. It's probably where we need to be, but box four has turned out okay. I think with Aston Rupee drawn on our immediate outside <coughs> is a good thing for us because he will just use a little bit of the track. Um, obviously, that that's the fastest dog in the race, clearly Aston Rupee and. Kablenz being the brilliant beginner and early speed dog, him in eight, he could just clear the field. Now, I guess it's everyone else's chance that they sit behind Kablenz coming into this race, and that's what we hope to do. We hope, you know, you'd like to be the dog chasing after him. You wouldn't want Aston Rupee too close to him because he is an absolute powerhouse and, and a freak of a dog. When she ran 29.09 on debut, how quickly... Was your phone ringing from the man sitting next next to me on the right, old Shannon Shagger Tremellan? Yeah, now, he tells was right onto it. He tells, yeah, no, he tells me he rang when she was actually fifteen lengths clear on the back of the track, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and then confirmed the call yeah, when right. she won. <laughs> Coming around the home bend, I thought, "Who's this person ringing my phone?" I, I had a look. Oh God, it's Shannon. So yeah, he, he was onto it. He just thought, "No, this is it. This is real deal, this bitch." But of course. You know, the, the biggest drama we have is, is experience. Dogs have to learn running their races in that situation, doing it against other dogs, doing it from inside boxes, outside boxes. We're still in the process of our learning curve. So, you know, it's a big step up in that situation, but she has the, the class and the ability and, you know, realistically is possibly the second best dog in the race as far as times go. And just another angle here, you know, she's a lovely greyhound Patty and I were out at your property recently, met Jackie and Angie and um, and, and all the dogs in the kennel. Um, leaned, leaned over to give uh, Shani a pat and, and she really leaned in to give me a big cuddle. Uh, just wondering, is she that affectionate with everybody or did she just love me a lot more in particular? No, just you, Shannon. She, um, <laughs> she knew you were in her corner from day one, so she's just jumped on board, mate. She hates everyone else. <laughs> but no, realistically, to be honest, she loves everybody. She's just one of those loves loves a pet, loves affection. Um, just a just a terrific dog. Yeah, she seemed beautiful. Kel, yeah, she's done a lot of her racing with no crowds. Now, the yeah. Phoenix on Saturday night, I dare say, is probably going to be an attendance record for the Meadows. How's she going to go with hundreds, maybe thousands upon thousands of people crammed into the Meadows? Interesting one, and if you're a timid dog and a little bit scared, you're certainly more concerned. She's not scared. She'd be she'd be playing up to the crowd knowing her. The only concern is she may just get herself into a bit of a, a frazzle as far as the excitement and the people yelling and so on, and that may be the problem about coming out. Well, we don't really know what's going to happen. Do you, do, you, do you know if there's any other dogs in the race which might be that? that timid type and a big crowd might be a real disadvantage for them? Look, I don't I don't know the other people's dogs and habits, so I can't really comment on their dogs. Look, dogs like Aston Rupee, obviously experienced dogs and, and been around and done everything. So Kablin is the same. Most of those dogs generally got good natures to go with it, but sometimes you do get a dog who's a little bit timid and frightened and, and can be a little bit worried by the crowd. But, look, certainly our dog won't be worried by the crowd. It just may be that just she might be a bit fizzed up going to the boxes and 
just ready to go and over the top. So I guess time will tell and, and Saturday night will tell the story. A very, It's a very, very exciting week that is. Um, we look forward to Saturday night, Kel. I, I know you and the whole family will be up there and We'll be hosting you in the in the sports bet marquee, which will be absolutely heaving. But we hope we can go one better, and wow, she's fast can get that seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars in stakes money because she'd be shooting up the, uh, the the prize money leaderboard pretty quickly with seven hundred and fifty large next to her name. Very very good luck from the team here at Sports Bet Cal. We'll see you on Saturday night, and uh, I tell you what, we are very very excited. And just while while while, while we've got Cal. On, on the line, I just want to say, having you know dealt with him uh, in, you know, in all the weeks leading up to the Phoenix, what a class act he is. Um, he he and Jackie have been wonderful uh, people to work with in in teaming up with Sportsbet for the Phoenix, and um, yeah, we're just so wrapped to be coming in to tackle this race with the Greenos. So thank you, Cal. It sounds, Appreciate your kind words. It sounds like you'll be That's getting great. the call next year again, Cal. Oh, look at that. I love that. <laughs> I love that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we've got another one. It might even be the same bitch next year. Who knows? Ooh, scoop. I like that a lot. Cal, we thank you very much. We'll see you on Saturday night. Can't wait, as we said. And uh, hopefully we can get the chockies with Wow, She's Fast. She's going to be running very, very fast. And as we heard there from Kel, a bit of a scoop. Just did a very, very slick time around Sandown Park. We'll take another quick break here on the Phoenix Preview. We'll be back to wrap it up with our tips, our exotics, our same race multis, and a little announcement. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to Sportsbet's Mega Phoenix Preview. Just spoke to Kel Greeno, who's very, very up and about for the week that is. It's Phoenix week. But now we've got to find the oil. Boys, where are we lying, laying, where are we punting? The Phoenix, give us your tip, please. And try not to have a, a biased opinion. Who's winning the Phoenix? Um, I'm going to tip while she's fast to win. And I'm going to chuck in Kablenz to come second and Aston Ruby top four. Okay, so um, there's one from one going where she's fast from with sports bit interest. How about you, Shaker? Yeah, look, um, if you're wanting to actually back something, because um, I guess there's two ways you can look at this. Who, who, who do you think's more likely to win? Um, or, you know, who, who do you actually want to have a bet on? And, you know, I hope it something that there's <laughs> some sort of a price on. And, um, and I think where she's fast is backable odds here. So that was I, a dollar. Yeah. That was just a dollar one that I was going to ask both of you guys. You <laughs> the two boys who have oh, but look, who have gone the way of selecting the dog, done a great job as do well. You know, do you know what I was just going to say? Look, if, if you if you're wanting to say say right, these, these guys have just got their sports bet um, rose coloured glasses on, um, and you wanted something else. I think Jungle Juice um, drawn near the fence. He's also at a backable price there, and um, and could get a really nice run into the race. Okay, I'm going to change this up slightly. I want you to make a bold prediction for the race, a sports bet bold prediction for it. Do you want me to start? Go with for a bold it. Bold prediction. I reckon where she's fast will jump to the lead. Not another dog will pass her, and she'll break the track record. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, I was actually going to say the same. Yeah, I think the gap opens up wide for her. She, she maybe doesn't hit the front, but I was, I'm thinking track record material. At least one of the fastest times ever around the track. Shagger. Yeah, oh, well, I was, I was kind of thinking along a similar uh, line, but um, it was, uh, it was. <clears throat> Maybe just a second split record um, <laughs> for where she's fast, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll see how this all pans out. Um, I, I think it's just got that 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 vibe that something special could happen. It's um, uh, yeah, 
a, a new race concept mm. and and the fields come together in such a unique way. Yeah, no, fingers crossed for, for everyone from sports betting. Hopefully it's, well, it will be an absolute spectacle of an event on Saturday night and hopefully the Blue Road can get the chockies. Not unbiased at all. Hey, one quick announcement before we go, and I do want to thank GRV and the Meadows and all that for, for doing all this, but we're actually going to have a bit of a charity bet with our friends at SEN, a little race within the race in the Phoenix, us versus Koblenz, wow, she's fast versus Koblenz, whoever finishes worst off out of those two dogs, $10,000 donation to charity from either Sports Bet or SEN. So just a little bit of fun intertwined into, into the great race. So Beautiful. keep your eye out for that. That's it, folks. There's the Phoenix Mega Preview. We spoke to Kel. We did it all runner by runner, box draw, speed map. If you haven't found a winner here, I know we've only tipped where she's fast, but <laughs> you don't need to go anywhere else. That's all from us. Remember to gamble responsibly, take a sec before you bet, and enjoy the Phoenix. Hooroo. Hooroo. Bye. Bye.